0: Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of the Unknown Archives podcast. As always, I have Adam here with me. How you doing, buddy? What's going on, man? How's everyone doing? Yeah, yeah, it's all good. It's all good. Um, today, we have another guest entry, another experience from another podcast slash listener of ours, which is awesome. Um, on this occasion, rather than having um, like a recording sent in, um, they've actually written everything out which is great, so I can go through and read all of that out to you now. Sounds good, man. I'm excited. So I'll get this out of the way straight away. So this has been sent in by Maddie from the Partner and Crime podcast. All their details will be in the show notes below. Um, It's an awesome podcast. You should definitely check it out. As soon as you're done with this episode, go search them, check them out. You're going to spend the rest of the afternoon listening to them. Um, So let's jump straight in with Maddy's story. Let's get it. I'm excited. Let's go. So she wrote... So I have had a couple of experiences, if you want to call them that, but this one left a lasting impression on me. A couple of years ago, I was going through a rough part of my life due to having a stalker. Yes, an actual stalker-like guy following me, calling me on different numbers, emails, stalking my social media. I'm a police officer, and I had to get law enforcement involved just to make it stop. One night, I went to sleep after dealing with yet another stressful day with the stalker and the cops. In my dream, My dream self, or so I thought, I'll explain that later, wakes up, but can't move my body. I can move my head from side to side, but my body feels trapped to the bed. I try fighting to get up, but nothing. As I struggle, I start hyperventilating, making it very hard to breathe, and then all of a sudden, I wake, or so I thought. I wake in my dream again, still not able to move. I struggle again, same thing happens, I wake up for a third time, in a dream state once again, but what happens this time terrifies me. I struggle once again like a fool, because that worked the first time, right? And then all of a sudden, I start to feel this pressure in my chest. Like finally, whatever it is that is preventing me from moving is finally revealing itself, and reveal itself it did. I saw what appeared to be a very dark figure on top of me. This time I yelled out a scream, but there was no sound. I tried to move and nothing, and breathing once again became a struggle. Finally, I did the last thing that came to my mind. I'm not a religious person, but praying for some reason, In my opinion, people turn to because it can be calming. So I started praying. I can't remember what I prayed for, but I prayed. It felt like, with every calming word, the weight on my chest was being lifted. And finally, it was off. I still couldn't move, but I followed the figure to the left of my room. All I could see was something darker than the corner itself. I couldn't see any descriptive features of what it was. And finally, I woke up this time for real, sweating, breathing hard, and afraid to go back to sleep. When I repeated this story to a friend of mine, it was explained that this is called the sleep paralysis demon. People in the South refer to her, or it, as a boo-hag, and in the Caribbean, where I was born, we call it a saucuyant. Now, in different parts of the world, it is an entity that comes to you at night, and in some cases drains your energy, steals babies, or just kills you. But the experience globally is always the same. Can't move, pressure on the chest, and seeing a figure that most have described as an old, nasty-looking woman. I didn't see anything other than a dark figure, as I mentioned before, but after doing some research I did find about 5-7% of people who have experienced this have described the same thing. Scientifically though, it's just described as sleep paralysis. Some people suffer from it almost every month and have sleep studies to help them get through it. I've also found that some experience it while going through immense times of stress. Maybe that's just the brain's way of dealing with things, I really don't know. But what I do know is that was the most stressful part of my life. I was told that that is what it feeds on. Stress, sadness, and depression. Whatever it was that I experienced that night terrified me. And although I'm a sceptic, I pray that I'm never visited by any kind of stress-induced demon or that my mind learns of another way to deal with the stress. Sleep paralysis demons do not like. It's one of the things that like I'm going to say most broadly accepted or recorded um when it comes to just like particular types of ghosts like no one really argues against like whether it's paranormal or not but the actual like it actually happening is so well documented and as i've said before i've had it once and it is horrendous
1: yeah and like like she mentioned as well like there's people that genuinely have this like every week every month like it's such a recurring thing for them and obviously we did speak about it in a previous episode um luckily uh, up to this point uh, i have not experienced it uh and they they say that the majority of people regardless of whether you see something in that state or whether you are just paralyzed um and you can't move eyes are open blah blah blah, blah uh they say that the majority of people will actually experience that at some point, one point, multiple points in their life. Um, so for the fact that you've actually had that as well, that is horrendous. And I think, are you going to speak more on that when we do our uh, own experiences episode? Or is that something you can talk about now? Or
0: Yeah, I feel like I'll briefly touch on it now because okay. otherwise I will forget. Yeah. And also
1: because the other ones are all very ghosty. Yeah. So I'd
0: like to kind of segregate the two. Yeah. Um for me it was actually in the house I'm recording in now. Um and I it was at a point when I was living on my own. Um and I remember like waking up and at first like the the panic wasn't because there was something in the room. It was literally because I couldn't move. Yeah. I couldn't I could move my eyes. They were open and that was it. Like that's as far as it got um and then i remember like i i looked over to the left of me and it i'm trying to i can't it wasn't anything that i could clearly make out but you you know when you have that weird feeling of like being watched yeah um it felt like that and like the reason
1: i wasn't moving was because i was being held in place Oh, that almost like it was like behind you, so that like out of sight that's horrendous
0: yeah it it felt like without the hands on me, it felt like something had my arms, legs, and chest locked into place. it didn't nah. it felt like I was trying to get
1: up or trying to move but I was being stopped, and to make matters worse, like you were literally <clears throat> living on your own, like yeah. no one yeah, else yeah, yeah. was there,
0: yeah, um, it's not like now, if that happened yeah um you know at least my other half's next to me yeah um, right. get off me yeah <laughs> off. Stop holding yeah. off um, stop <laughs> but yeah there was um I, I can't like say it was a child but like there was the only thing i saw very briefly and it was to like the left of me was like i'm gonna say like childlike and child height right
1: like a little apparition sort
0: of thing like yeah, but it wasn't like an apparition. Like you know, normally with an apparition, you can people say, "Oh, I could see through it a bit," or it was this, or it was that. Like yeah, this was just a was, dark figure. It was like a, it was like a solid. It was like, it was like an actual child was stood there, but it was just not a child. That it is was like it was in the room, but it it wasn't. <clears throat> I couldn't really make out much features. Like it was kind of like a dark green. That is not nice. And it what it was a weird body shape like it was almost like something was disfigured about it but i couldn't see it clear enough to tell you what that was if that makes sense like but just something was wrong like the way the body was built wasn't normal yeah um so yeah so that happened
1: yeah i mean it it, it sounds like like i said obviously i haven't experienced it, so i can't go from personal experience but it sounds like what maddie has seen is such a sort of exaggerated example of what can happen in that state because mm. if she's seeing something well first of all she obviously like you said being held down and something like pressure on her chest but she's also seeing something walking across her room while she's in that state like that is terrifying
0: yeah and it, i like it's hard it's weird for me to say because you know we run this this podcast and it's all about the paranormal and i've had experiences but like i I am still a bit of a skeptic, but it's not based on the fact that I don't think things exist. I just think that a lot of the time, like, you can explain it.
1: Yeah. Or yeah, something yeah. else.
0: I think things exist and there are real versions of things, like, of all things that have happened, but 90% of the cases are people going, oh my God, it was this. And there's
1: no real investigation as to what happened. Yeah, there, there's obviously. There's a lot yeah. of like straight to paranormal. Like, yeah, there's, not, there's not a lot of sort of rationality in between. I mean, in my in my case, and obviously, guys, we will go into it more when we do our episode. We'll be in an episode literally dedicated to both of our experiences. Um, but I think in mine, uh, you'll you'll hear that uh, the reason that I turn to sort of paranormal as opposed to um, sort of the rationalities that it could be uh, is because. It, of how unexplainable they are mm. um yeah like obviously i won't go into too much detail and, and i really am looking forward to that episode um just to sort of even just relive those uh sort of experiences with you yeah. also do you know what i mean um but yeah there's 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 certain things where you think oh no that, that it could have been that obviously still very creepy don't get me wrong but could have been this could have been that but like in maddie's case like, <laughs> like what else what else could it be like and and she spoke to someone and they referred to it as a sleep paralysis demon like yeah i, I no. think
0: with sleep paralysis stuff it's still i'm still on the fence i've experienced it i'm still on the fence because yeah, yeah for me when you when you wake up and you suddenly can't move your brain goes into absolute overdrive yeah like panic mode why yeah like why can't i move what's this what's that and sometimes i think what people see or think they see is their brain filling in the gap. There must be a reason I can't get up. Why is that reason? What's on my chest? Like, why do I feel heavy? Like, it's like your brain has to be like, well, there must be something sitting on my chest because I can feel the weight. But a lot of the time when people have sleep paralysis, like they're not actually awake. You are in a very, very lucid dream. And then you do wake up.
1: So it is a case of, so say, uh, You can't just all of a sudden then you're now free to move. It is a case of your eyes close again and then you wake up again.
0: Not even so much the eyes close again. So like for me, it was, it felt like a lifetime, but it was probably like a few minutes. And I, I can remember all of that. And then I can remember being able to get out of bed, but there is no, I can't remember the in-between. Like I can't remember okay. being like, oh, and I'm awake or oh, I can suddenly move. But like, I, like, and this figure, like it didn't just disappear, but like, I don't know where it went. Like, do you know what I mean? Like that's yeah. what makes me feel like as well, that I did just wake up because you don't remember waking up from your dreams. You can remember your dream and you can obviously remember what, what happened as soon as you did wake up, but you don't ever remember the eye-opening part of your dream waking up do you yeah no that yeah you're right and i have i have played about with trying to have a fully lucid dream before yeah there are some ways you can do that aren't there i've achieved it once and i'll never do it again really because having knowing you're in a dream if the dream is wild and not at all based around where you were when you fell asleep then that would be fine but when i had whenever i when i tried it once i was away on a holiday i was in a log cabin and when i fell asleep in my lucid dream i was in the cabin and it was nighttime it was like it was like i had just opened my eyes again and then it was i was there it was like i hadn't even fallen asleep and i remember this because there's different ways of doing it either like reciting um a phrase until you fall asleep or tapping a certain pattern while you fall asleep. So it reminds you of what you're doing in your dream. When you maybe like best way of putting it, like wake up in your dream. Um, and I, I remember so vividly still doing this, like tap on my leg while I was like, just saying these same words over and over again. And I just thought it hadn't worked. And then I looked to the right of me and my partner at the time wasn't there and i was like right okay and then the room that i was in was the room i was in but small details weren't there like my i like like i couldn't remember them well enough so like there was a painting on the wall but on the wall it was just it was a picture frame with like colors in it but it obviously wasn't the painting because i didn't i hadn't studied the painting well enough to recall it from memory so it was like the painting was where the painting should have been but it wasn't there and I I got up and I remember I got up and I walked around and I went outside and it like wasn't cold, I was, but like it was middle of the night in the middle of the countryside. Um, and I just remember like I went, I was walking around and I was just like, it's weird because I know I'm dreaming. And you know, when you try and run fast in a dream, and like you don't go anywhere or you try and do something and it doesn't work because your brain's just fighting against you. Like when you're lucid dreaming, like that doesn't happen. You are in complete control. is exactly what people say it is. But then I was like, right, well I don't, like how do I go into a normal sleep? How do I wake up? Like, what happens here? Because my alarm will go off and I'll wake up, but like, if I've lucid dreamed all night, am I just going to be tired? Because I didn't really shut off. And I remember I went and <laughs> it's like it was like the lamest lucid dream experience ever. I went to the fridge and got a beer because there was beer in the fridge.
1: Doesn't sound like a lame dream to me.
0: Like and then I went and sat in the hot tub that was part of the lodge that we were renting. And I just sat and stared up at like a perfectly clear sky and just chilled out and had this beer. And I, I could like feel the hot tub. But then when I got out, I wasn't wet. <laughs> yeah, that
1: that's, yeah, that's a bit weird.
0: Um, and then I remember like, and I didn't like, I just went into the hot tub in like whatever I fell asleep in. Like I didn't get changed. And then I remember I, I just went to bed in my dream. And then I woke up the next day and for like an hour, I couldn't be sure that I was awake. That sounds like Inception. And that was the horrible part. And that's the part that like, I will, that's why I will never do it again. Because- you, Which one was reality? Yeah, you, you. I mean like, you fall asleep, your dream is super real, you wake up and then, you know, you, you look and you're like, okay, call my partner's back and the painting's normal again. But you're like, well, what if I just remembered the, drawing or what if i pretended to fall asleep in my dream again and my brain was like well that was weird because my partner wasn't there so my brain then filled in the gaps so i woke up and she was there and i was like okay right i must be awake and i was like maybe i'm not she's not awake at the moment there's just a person laying next to me and there was little things throughout the day that like made me question and like i must have looked mental i just wasn't sure all day (laughs) (laughs) um i'm still not sure this podcast could be all in my head I could still be asleep somewhere in Cornwall. Steven, um <laughs> you're
1: dreaming. <laughs>
0: um, so, yeah, like, gone off on a bit of a tangent, but, like, that's, that's kind of, like, why I think that sleep paralysis stuff could be you still being asleep. Because yeah. Because your brain is very good at creating scenarios as to why something is happening or yeah. filling in the gaps.
1: I mean, the... The unknown aspect side of it is still very. I mean, even even scientists like don't understand why it happens, how yeah. it happens, anything. Like they 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 know some, they know a bit, but they still can't. They, I don't think you can put yourself into a sleep paralysis state. I don't think you can do that. Um, no, it, I think and it, it and is it's just th- such a random thing.
0: Yeah, one hundred percent. And it's almost like um, there's a syndrome called locked in, locked in syndrome, and it's basically where you are fully awake and can feel, here... His taste everything but you have absolutely no it's almost like you're in a coma but you're fully awake for it that's horrendous I can't remember what the actual like term for it is but it's it like people have been through it before it's super rare I don't know if it's brought on by like a particularly traumatic thing um but it's happened in the past um and it's like it's been medically noted and journaled on and I think it's kind of like that when you're in a sleep paralysis
1: yeah i mean the, the the different sort of like levels to it is what would bother me um and i think me being I don't, i'm not even gonna lie like i i do get uh like i'm intrigued by everything like i'm intrigued by the paranormal i'm intrigued by um sort of like ufos unknown all that sort of stuff which is why that, this podcast is amazing for both of us um but i'm f- so frightened of all of it yeah. so um so for me like if i was to experience it um like, what level would I experience that? Would I, would I have a, your level, where it's it's still terrifying, but you, you sort of see something for a second or for a, for a couple of minutes, whatever, and then all of a sudden it's done? Or would I be in a state of, like, where Maddie was, where it's like, you you can physically watch this thing go from one corner of the room, and, like, the way that she described it, it was literally darker than the darkest part of the room. Yeah. Like, oh, no. Like, see, this, <sighs>
0: was, this was the thing for me. Like, something, like... That person's obviously, like, curtain shut, quite dark in Maddie's room, I imagine. Yeah. And then there's this dark, dark shadow in the corner. When I, when I had it, my curtains were partly open. The room was lit. Like, it wasn't pitch black in my room.
1: Yes. Yeah, that's... I,
0: I, it, was, it was like when I should have been waking up. It was on, like, a Saturday or a Sunday. It was, like, 9, 10 o'clock in the morning in the summer. Like, it was bright in my room oh okay so you and that's why not seeing any features on this dark green thing and that's why i can tell you it was dark green and not just a dark figure yeah that's what was weirdest for me
1: yeah i mean i think don't get me wrong still terrifying but would i prefer it to be light in my room yes oh yeah
0: 100 <laughs> um it was better than it being pitch black and you not yeah. knowing being able to see something you can't describe rather than hear something and not know where it is yeah definitely better
1: i love the the sleep paralysis stories i really do like we i think we made a reference to it um in one of the previous episodes um but like i love that side of things because it is it is still something that regardless of whether it's like a brain malfunction or what what you want to call it um it is still so unknown so yeah
0: it's like it's actually it's confirmed like science has been like this happens
1: yeah yeah and and the fact that like again with the different levels of it like there is so many people that have said that they've they've had someone staring at them from above nothing happens they just sit there staring at them or yeah. fly whatever levitate um and then you've got people standing in the corner of the room you've got people that are like laying next to you when you're actually on your own like there is so many different versions of it that people experience like there was one guy that uh, i heard a story about um and it wasn't like routine but like say it might happen once a week. Then again, it might wait for a couple of months. But he it was the exact same thing every single time. Mm-hmm. Like it did it didn't matter. It was just such a random event, but it just it was the it was the same thing every single time. And I think for that, like that I don't know whether that would scare me more than than it switching up every time. Do you know what I mean?
0: I like, that's that's reminded me of something, and I need to remember. I'm gonna write this down in a second to include it. But I I had the same nightmare every single night in a particular room of my house growing up every night without fail. And then I moved room and the nightmare stopped. Okay. And then when I was older, I stayed in that room again while I was redoing an old room or maybe I don't know if I'd moved out by this point and I was just staying in that room that night, but I had the same nightmare again. But this time I was an adult. Well, a lot older, and it didn't scare me as much, and I managed to like escape what was happening in the nightmare and then ever since I'd never had it in that room again
1: yeah that's, and, um, uh, that I'll, I'll explain it properly. I'll make a note of that yeah that's it sounds like it was something that was like connected to that room only, yeah, it wasn't great <laughs> no, it doesn't sound great
0: um but yeah, I mean we've we've gone into a proper tangent there, but like it's all it's all focused in the right direction, which is great
1: yeah um thank you for for reading that and thank you to maddie for sending that in because yeah that was a great story
0: yeah 100 and i love the fact that it like sent us down this rabbit hole of discussion as well yeah yeah it does, <laughs> the is thing awesome. is this
1: doesn't happen often like no. listening to previous episodes obviously and 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 further episodes that are coming that this doesn't actually happen very often so so it it must have been a great story amazing story maddie thank you so much for sending it in um we want more
0: stories if you're listening to this you've had an experience we want to know about it yeah. um you send can find it in. us yeah 100 like send it in to us um if you're if you want to have a chat about it first you can either drop us an email or contact us on instagram um the instagram is at the unknown archives podcast um there's an email contact button on there if you click onto that it'll take you out to whatever your uh, email of choice is and you can get in contact with us um, or just follow us on there, and drop us a message if you want to chat about it first. That's fine. We're happy for you to write it and send it over to us, and one of us can read it out. That's no problem If you want to record it and send it in, that's great as well. and you know if you want to potentially try and line up to be on the show to have a chat with us about it that we're open to that as well, which is great. We love having guests on yeah, um so yeah, thank you very much for listening. uh thank you very much, Maddie, for sending that in again, the partners and crime podcast. The link's gonna be in the show notes below. Once again, thanks for listening, guys, and and we'll speak to you again soon. Take it easy.